Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, I'm so excited to be back. I'm Veronica. If this is your first time here, this is the Essential Astrocast. Um, we're going to dive in to what's going on with the astrology this week. It's a big week. As many of you know, Mercury already went retrograde last night. So Sunday night on the East Coast. I'm in New York City, so I'm using East Coast times. Um, this Mercury retrograde is really interesting because Mercury has been in Leo for uh, a few a few weeks not even not even really weeks at this point not very long um and it's going to backtrack it's slowing it slows down and then it starts to from our perspective turn and spin in the other direction and that is why it appears to be retrograde so if you're not sure what retrograde means you can imagine yourself if you are um you know, if you're driving a car or you're on a train and you're going faster than the train next to you that's going in the same direction, or you're going faster than the car next to you going in the same direction, then that car appears like it's moving backwards. And that's basically what happens when we call Mercury retrograde. So Mercury retrograde rules all things communication. It's our intellect, it's our mind. When Mercury is in Leo, it has a dramatic flair. It is creative and artistic and has a lot of heart. So this is a great Mercury retrograde to revisit an old hobby, to revisit an old um, project, something creative for the first portion. And then come July 19th, Mercury will be back stroking, as I said today or yesterday on Instagram, into Cancer. Cancer is a water sign. So going from Leo, which is a fire sign, um, really explosive, energetic, um, a little sharper, a little bit more, um, uh, it's just a, just a more excitable energy into Cancer, which is a really mellow energy generally. You know, we have been in this Cancer vibe for a while now with the sun in Cancer, we had the new moon, uh, solar eclipse in Cancer, and Cancer can be heavier. Cancer, if you look at the chart from the traditional perspective of Cancer being the fourth house, it's the base of the chart. It's actually, it's where we look for stability. It's where we look for um, feeling at home, feeling like we can be completely who we are in our innermost self. It's ruled by the moon. The moon rules our innermost self. It's in a way very private, it's the part of you that only your immediate family knows or only the people that you live with know, right? Like your partner, your parents, your children. Um, so all of that said, you know, Leo to Cancer are very, very different, but the but astrology, you know, has a rhythm and it has a pattern and there's a reason that it goes like that. But it is very interesting when we go backward from Leo to Cancer. It's a it's a little bit jarring. So we're going to be feeling 
I feel pretty good now. I'm a fire sign, so I'm kind of liking the Mercury in Leo vibe. And even though it's Mercury retrograde, I think June was a lot more challenging than this past week has been since the eclipse. Now that could just be me. I love hearing from you guys how you're feeling because all of us have different charts. All of us have different elements and energies that are prevalent. So we're going to experience these things differently. So for me, I found the last week to actually not be as challenging as June was. Now, June was really heavy for me personally. And I feel like cancer has a heaviness and not in a bad way. It has a heaviness because it's, it's a deep sign. And we do a lot of deep emotional work when the planets are in cancer. So with that being said, cancer may have been making you feel a little bit indulgent. You may have been wanting to sit on the couch and binge watch TV and numb out because sometimes when the emotional stuff is heavy, we go to the things that numb us out, whether that be drinking, food, shopping, whatever it is for you. So this week is kind of like a wake up. This week is kind of like a a jostling you out of that place if you've been in that place because not only is mercury in leo but mars is also in leo and they are meeting up and when mars and mercury come together there's always a little bit of an explosion because mercury is our nervous system mars is our drive and our motivation and our will and our determination to to move forward and get stuff done so mars and leo is kind of a saving grace right now because while we have mercury retrograde while we have the eclipses while we have so much reflection and reminiscing going on and memories of the past coming up and exes floating into your life all of that stuff going on and then you've got mars and leo that's like i'm i'm going forward i'm doing it i'm making it happen and i'm keeping my head down and i'm doing my work and i'm being creative and i'm expressing myself and i'm showing up in the world and i want you to look at me so all of that being said i think mars is kind of a breath of fresh air with everything else happening um, now, what's really interesting is that we're going to have not only Mars and Mercury coming together today, it's Monday here um, when I'm recording this, so it's July 8th, and we have Mars and Mercury coming together in Leo tonight, and they're squaring Uranus and Taurus, and whenever you have Mars squaring Uranus, which doesn't happen terribly often, happens maybe a couple, uh, every, not often, but often enough. Um, Mars squaring Uranus is going to basically be a little bit of an explosive energy, a little bit of an eruption. Um, Mars squaring Uranus, it definitely can bring some unexpected stuff. So if you've got um, some surprises coming up in your life, it might be having to do with Mars and Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus. Mars is in Leo. Those are both fixed signs and they can be really stubborn. So if you have any power struggles today or this week or any like butting of the heads, I implore you to take a deep breath and be patient because with Mercury retrograde, we don't have all the information. Mercury retrograde is really a blessing. I know it gets really demonized in our culture or the pop culture today, but it's a blessing because it brings the truth to the surface. It shows us the stuff that we didn't know. It gives us the facts that we've been missing. Um, eclipses also illuminate the things that we're not looking at. So we don't necessarily have all the information right now, I, I have to tell you. So if you are in the mood 
to strike up a fight with your partner or with a family member or with an authority figure in your life, I really, really encourage you to take a deep breath, pause, and ask yourself if you really have all the facts and all the information. And then if you really feel like you have to do it, then by all means. But I'm not so crazy about being confrontational with this particular, um, these particular aspects because I think that things get heated and you might not have all the information that you want to have to go into that particular confrontation right now. So something to consider this week. Um, with all of those planets and all those aspects I talk about, there's a tendency to, to have outbursts. So Mercury being in reverse just makes that even more hazy and confusing and not having the facts and all of that stuff. So really pause, see if you can hold on to it for another, another few weeks. Mercury will be direct um, July 31st and we won't have as explosive aspects later in the month either. So if you can hold on to that information and not necessarily explode, then good for you. Um, okay, so be flexible is really what I'm saying. You want to, I, I do think Mercury retrograde gives us opportunities to find unique and innovative solutions that we may not have come upon otherwise. So give yourself be patient with yourself, but also be patient with other people, okay? Um, all right, also, Mercury and Mars today are trining Chiron. So there's something in this agitation for you that is part of your healing process, part of this story that you're healing with this eclipse season, this eclipse, eclipse season, these eclipse, these eclipses and these aspects, there's something here for you to look at. Whatever agitation is being brought up today with Mars, Mercury, Uranus, um, see how that agitation links up with whatever story is playing out for you this eclipse season. And if you're not sure what the story is, really look at what was coming up at the solar eclipse right before it, right after it. So that was on the 2nd of July. That was a week ago. Um, look at your calendar, look at your journal, see what was coming up. We all have a story unfolding right now. And if you can pull out the threads of what that story is, um, the more growth you're going to be able to experience this month, this eclipse season, this summer, this year. Um, and the story, you know, a big part of the story for all of us is that Saturn and uh, Pluto are in Capricorn and they are hanging out in Capricorn together all year getting ready for their meetup in January 2020 and Saturn and Pluto here all year are really restructuring our foundation and I know I've said it every single week so look at where in your life your foundation is getting restructured look in where, at, at where maybe you have an emotional pattern that you're finally kicking maybe you have a habit that you're kicking maybe you're moving homes maybe you're changing jobs maybe you want to change jobs but you've been so deathly afraid to do it and now there's some opening in your life that's giving you the opportunity to rebuild the foundation the thing that gives you that stability that security remember cancer wants stability and security Capricorn naturally is stable and secure because it it rules our 
it rules mountains, it rules rock, it rules um, the structures that support us. So this eclipse season and this year is so much about um, what supports you, but also what nurtures you. Because cancer is not, while it craves that stability, it also craves being emotionally nurtured. So you can feel financially supported, but not necessarily emotionally nurtured. So how can you have both? That's really what we're looking at with this eclipse season. Um, okay, so the other thing going on is that um, Venus is in Cancer and it's sextiling Uranus and squaring Chiron. Chiron again, that healer. Chiron is having that uh, trine with Mercury and Mars today. And that all says to me that there is an opportunity for your relationships to really be healed this season. So if all the stuff I've been yammering on about makes you think of a relationship in your life, then that's probably the one that you are needing to heal this season. And you should pay attention to that. Um, you know, Venus in Cancer is really happy. She's like, she's totally loving it. It's, it's the divine feminine meets the other divine feminine goddess of the, of the Zodiac. So it's the moon and Venus, you know, moon rules Cancer and Venus rules Taurus and Libra. But Venus in Cancer is very happy. So this is a really good time to check in with how you feel nurtured emotionally. Check in with what you value on an emotional level. Check in with what makes you feel emotionally stable or cared for. Are you getting those things in your relationship? Are you giving those things in your relationship? Those are some good things to look at and probably have a lot to do with the eclipse story playing out for you as well. Okay, so enough about today. All of that stuff is gonna be, you know, taking place throughout the week and 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 habits, it's gonna be marinating all week, if you will. Um, Tuesday, we have um, the sun opposing Saturn. So this is the other, another big, big, big thing this week. Now, the sun opposing Saturn is really interesting because it illuminates where we have habits that we want to either break or habits that we want to recommit to. So you'll notice that, um, or you won't notice because you're not looking at the chart, but I notice that this that Saturn is still conjunct the south node from the eclipse last Monday or Tuesday. So Saturn on the south node is really, really, really urging us to let go of that stuff that's not helping us anymore. Let go of the stuff that is holding us back. Let go of the stuff that we think we need to rely on, but we don't have to. Let go of the stuff that is making us feel stuck or uninspired or um, feeling like we're being controlled by something that again could be a habit, an addiction, that could be a job, that could be a person, that could be a relationship, that could be a place that you're living in, whatever it is for you. And so this sun opposite Saturn with the south node is really going to illuminate whatever that is for you. It's really going to illuminate whatever is making you feel stuck, whatever is making you feel um, held back in some way. 
Um, it also might illuminate where you gotta do some work. And usually those two things kind of go together. Um, you know, Saturn is, is our great teacher in this life. Saturn is, is where we gotta do our work and the universe is gonna make us do it. So there are other places in the chart where we might have places to grow and evolve and work, but the universe isn't gonna push us to do it. Saturn is gonna bang down your door and make you do it. So when the sun opposes Saturn, we all have to sit up and take notice. So that's going to happen tomorrow, Tuesday, July 9th. Um, this is a great opportunity for you to recommit to something that is important to you, something that maybe is hard, but you know that you want to do. It's a great opportunity for you to also find purpose in the hard work. Allow the hard work, allow the feeling of trudging up the hill to have some purpose you know if you're been feeling like oh this thing I'm working on is so hard and it's not fulfilling then do you want to do it anymore that's another thing that might be illuminated so look at where the work is for you right now where are you spending energy and maybe not feeling fulfilled by it and if it's someplace where you want to be spending your energy, ask yourself, how can you be fulfilled by it? Um, okay, so on to Wednesday and Thursday, the sun is going to square Neptune. That's going to be a nice little respite because it's going to feel a little bit dreamy. Um, sun square, uh, trining Neptune rather, it's a really flowing aspect. It's a harmonious aspect. It makes us feel like connected to our dreams. Maybe we'll feel a little bit more intuitive. We might feel a little bit um, more in tune with spirit worlds, um, which would be really nice because we've had this Capricorn energy is, is so heavy. Cancer can be really heavy emotionally. Cancer can be heavy physically. And then we're going to have this nice flowing aspect with Neptune, which can make us feel a little bit more connected to the ethereal. Um, and then Mars is also going to be, you know, continuing that square to Uranus. So again, all week, you're going to feel a little bit electrified inside. Uranus rules the central nervous system along with Mercury. Mercury, again, is retrograde. So really, really, really be cognizant of that, like, electric, um, energized feeling from within, almost like the, the volcano roaring underneath the surface, and it feels like it wants to escape and be let out. And just be really cognizant of how you release that energy. So to release that energy, you might want to go work out. You might want to take a walk. You might want to scream into a pillow. You might want to call a friend. But before you let it out impulsively in a place where it might not be received well, just take a few breaths. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the person across the table from you. Um, okay, so then... We're going to go into Sunday because that's the next big thing happening this week. Sunday, we've got um, the sun opposite Pluto. So sun opposite Saturn on Tuesday and then sun opposite Pluto and Capricorn on Sunday. This is the big preparation for the eclipse, the next eclipse. So the next eclipse is going to be a lunar eclipse and it's going to be on... Um, it is going to be on the 16th, which is Tuesday. And so Sunday, when the sun opposes Pluto, this is like the darkness, the stuff beneath the surface, 
um, getting to the bottom of things, all of that's going to be illuminated. So again, Sun opposite Saturn on Tuesday, illuminating where are we working hard? Where are we working hard for nothing? Where are we working hard for something? Do we want to keep doing that work? Where can we um, reinvigorate our habits and take better care of ourselves? Sunday, it's like the sun opposite Pluto. It's like, what is that emotional dark stuff beneath the surface that's holding you back? What is the stuff you're not looking at? What are the secrets? What are the not pretty things that you don't want other people to see, but you know are there? that stuff's gonna get illuminated on Sunday. So when that stuff gets illuminated on Sunday, it's gonna give us a lot of stuff to be working with as we move into the eclipse on Tuesday. So pay attention, you might wanna journal, especially Tuesday and Sunday to see what's coming up for you. Um, and also, I think journaling this time when Mercury's retrograde is such a nice thing to do because when you journal through during Mercury retrograde, you see these patterns of how Mercury retrograde um, manifest in your life. So mind you, some people have Mercury retrograde in their birth chart and they love Mercury retrograde. This is a time of great gifts and blessings for them. Um, for most of us, it can be a little bit just of a nuisance. Don't demonize it. I actually posted on the blog a survival guide today, so you can go over there and read that survival guide for this particular Mercury retrograde in Leo and Cancer. But I want you to just take note of how you feel and what comes up and mind those patterns because astrology is really a study of patterns in our life and the closer we can get to those patterns, the easier it is to unravel the stories and the thoughts and the emotional patterns that are holding us back. And so once you start to journal through these periods of time and you're like, oh, that came up in Mercury retrograde. Oh, that came up the last eclipse. Oh, this is a continuation of that story from the last eclipse. Then you're gonna start to see and be able to mark these places and these points in your evolution and your growth as a human being, as a, as a, a soul being embodied on this planet. So that is the week. Um, I wanted to share with you quickly the moons. So the moons this week, we've got Monday, the moon is in Libra today. It's much more about relationships and how you relate to the other. Um, the moon is gonna go void, of course, at 3.35 p.m. tomorrow on Tuesday. So on Tuesday, later half of the day, probably gonna be easy going. You wanna get your work done before 3.30 and then try to take the latter half of the day to meditate, sleep, nap, read, go work out, do the mundane stuff, get the laundry done. Um, Wednesday, the moon goes into Scorpio early in the morning. Um, and then Thursday, we have void, of course, not until 8 to 28 p.m. at night. And it'll be void all day, uh, all morning Friday until it goes into Sag at 11.04 a.m., Sagittarius 11.04 a.m., which will make for a really nice Friday night, Friday afternoon, really nice Saturday. Um, all day Saturday, we're good, and then it's gonna be void, of course, Saturday night at 9.30 p.m., and then all day Sunday until 
Sunday night at 7.04 p.m. and then it goes into Capricorn. Sunday at 7.04 p.m. when the moon goes into Capricorn, then we will be officially like moving toward that lunar eclipse, which is going to be Tuesday, okay? So be really mindful of that energy inside this week. Um, allow yourself to break out of a rut if you've been numbing yourself out. Allow yourself to break out of that. Recommit to those habits that support you if you've lost them the past few weeks or months. Um, and really sit and assess what's the story that's unraveling for you this, this eclipse season and where are you spending your energy and is that fulfilling you? Those are really the takeaways from this week's Essential Astrocast. Um, I would love to see you in my Patreon membership. If you are really interested in the eclipses and you want more information on them, I break them down for my members, my essential astrology members over on Patreon. So you can go there. It's patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti to join. I will link it up here and on Facebook and on Instagram. Go to my link in bio and then you can hit um, become a Patreon member. Uh, I post two extra astrocasts every month in there. One for the new moon, one for the full moon. This month, the new moon was an eclipse and the full moon is an eclipse. So you get two eclipse broadcasts in learning more about how the eclipses um, manifest and how what they're looking like and what they mean for our society as a whole and all of that stuff. Then definitely uh, come on over to Patreon and join us uh, and, and listen to those extra those extra astrocasts, okay? Um, and that's what I've got going on. If you want a reading, you can always reach me, veronicapretty.com slash astrology and book a reading for yourself. Eclipse season is an amazing time for growth. So if you have not had a reading before, if you've never had your birth chart read and you don't know your sun, moon rising, and you don't know where your cancer and Capricorn land in your chart, this is a great, great time for you to uh, dive into that because you want to know where these eclipses are activating your chart so that you can be doing the work the universe wants you to be doing. That's all I've got for you today. I hope you have an awesome week and I will see you next week back here.